welcome back to Get Your Ish Together with Katie Gorey and Janie Mendoza. And I'm super excited for today's topic. Janie is going to just take it away. We're going to be talking about how to get started with your own Airbnb. And we're going to go over some reasons why people start their Airbnbs, some tips that can help you if this is something that you're wanting to do um, or if it's something you've ever thought about. So Janie, take it away. I first want to say that I'm really excited about this topic because it's what I actually do for a living. I know I share a lot on social media, you know, about buying and flipping your own home or getting started in real estate investing or starting your own Airbnbs. And I specifically love this topic because it's the one topic that you guys constantly either will text me or call me or have your brother and sisters call me because they have questions about starting their own Airbnb. My own family, my own friends have started Airbnbs because of me and they're super successful. They're freaking crushing it. And so I just love to share what I know. I'm not, you know, I'm not not a person that knows it all. I kind of just figure it out along the way. But I do want to say, you know, I'm going to start off by saying like how I got started, how you can get started, reasons why people start Airbnbs. And honestly, why not? They're just a lot of fun. If you've ever stayed at an Airbnb before, you know that it's so much more convenient. You know, nobody wants to stay stuck in a hotel room. Why stay stuck in a hotel room when you can just rent a whole house right with your exactly. family well and it's funny you say that because curtis and i when we travel with the kids like especially with the kids we want a house like we don't want them running around like stomping in a hotel room where there's people below us or right. being loud or we want to be on our own time too we don't want to feel like we have to be quiet after 10 p.m or whatever because when we go on vacation we just want to like dance to the beat of our own drum and like be able to do our own thing so I know as somebody that rents Airbnbs all the time, like especially, you know, whenever I do work trips with my team or with uh, family vacations and stuff, we always seek out Airbnbs. We went to Disney a few years ago and we went and got an Airbnb mm-hmm. outside of Disney just because we didn't want to be staying in the hotel. We wanted more space and privacy and, you know, access to our very own pool and washer and dryers. Right. Like, there's just more conveniences. And you and I love to fill up the fridge. That's literally oh, the yeah. first thing. As soon as we land, you mm-hmm. know, and get to the airport, we rush to like, you know, the nearest grocery store right. to fill up our fridge because you're just going right. to be home for a week, basically. Right. Well, and you want to be able to have access to like the foods you want to eat to have a kitchen that you right. can cook in because let's face it it's super expensive to eat out all the time and when you're mindful of the things that you're eating you don't want to eat out all the time you prefer to eat at home so it's a lot right. cheaper too yeah a I, lot cheaper i've been staying at airbnbs i think it's been like five or six years i think our very first time staying at airbnbs we were in nashville yeah. and at first Push it was a little eerie you know it was like you know we're going into people's house but now it's like the norm i actually love it i look forward to you know seeking out what is this house gonna look like yeah i'm so excited what's the area gonna look like it's exciting so my journey with airbnb started back in 2019 i had sold my clothing store in 2018 and kind of just started traveling the world so i was actually in mexico i had uh got bought my own uh condo And while I was there, I met some women that were uh, realtors and they happened to mention to me that they had Airbnbs out there. And I said, you know, is it something I can do? You know, I'm from the United States. I was born in Mexico, but, you know, do I have to be like a Mexican citizen to start my own Airbnb down here? And they said no. So they started helping me find, you know, homeowners or condo owners in this in this instance that uh, allowed me to put put the place on Airbnb, I had to furnish it. I had to pay them a monthly rent and a deposit. 
and uh, they just put on the lease that I was able to Airbnb it out and I signed a one-year lease with them it wasn't even my condo they just allowed me to Airbnb and by the end of the month I actually had five different Airbnbs in Playa del Carmen super close to the beach and they were crushing it and killing it and, and making a ton of money for me I went from having one to in within less than 30 days having five having five because yeah. I just loved it it kept me busy it kept me uh, growing, I was able to automate it, you know, hired a cleaning service, hired a managing service, because at the end, five was way too too, too much for me to handle. Um, but it was perfect. And then, of course, coronavirus hit, and I was just like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Nobody's traveling. And so I let go of those Airbnbs. So I no longer have, have Airbnbs in Mexico, but it's always something that's on the back of my mind to continue having, because those, those were right. super cool, super close to the beach, and they made tons of money. And I uh, was getting paid in dollars, because Airbnb is... Uh, like it's in dollars. It wasn't like I was getting paid in pesos or anything. I was making American money in Mexico. So it's like the best of both worlds. Well, what is it called whenever you do not own the property, but you are renting it and then you said you're able to actually Airbnb a rental out? Right. So it's called Airbnb arbitrage. And I had never heard it until I started doing it. You know, there's an actual name for it and you can do it in the United States. So for those people that you know, maybe don't have a lot of money to, you know, purchase a a house. Yeah. Or, you know, purchase a condo. You can do Airbnb arbitrage in the United States because I've helped friends do it before. So they're able to just make sure that it's on the lease that, you know, it has to be approved by the owner, right? It has to be approved by them. You have to be a hundred percent, you know, honest on what you're doing. You're not living there. You're putting it on Airbnb. Um, the worst thing that can happen is they say no and you just move on to the next person and, you know, ask them if they're willing to let you, you know, put it on Airbnb. The reasons that they it's would like subletting it out. Yes. It's like subleasing except for like short term right. rentals. When well, you're responsible for the rent that's due yes. every month. So regardless of what happens, whether you Airbnb it out or not, you right. are still paying the owner the rent every month. And exactly. then, you know, you're going to lease it out I guess you would right. consider on Airbnb right. or and rent it out yeah and it's a win-win situation they're getting their monthly rent and you're making you know money off of the monthly monthly rent or the off the space right. but a lot of times these these uh homeowners are you know tired retired or just old and they don't want to be dealing with with all of that so they'd right. rather let you win they win everybody wins and so it's it's super easy to do you can actually just go on facebook marketplace and find uh people that are renting out their homes or their condos yeah. and ask them it's take literally takes two seconds to send them a message and yeah. just ask them if they're able to, you know, let you lease it out on Airbnb. And they'll either tell you yes or no, or that they're going to think about it and just follow up with them. Yeah. Um, some of the reasons why people start Airbnbs is like, for example, the opportunist. These are people that have extra space in their home and they want to either rent out like a bedroom. Or I've had a friend of mine in the valley turn her um, garage into a one bed, one bath rental. Yeah. And she's crazy rushing it like yeah she will call me in the middle of the night and be like Janie oh my god like thank you for this idea like my you know I have five stars and all these awesome reviews and everyone's loving it and she literally right. just turned her garage into, into a, like a guest yeah apartment, into like a of, guest yeah. apartment Airbnb and like she's and she's crushing it yeah. yeah and she's crushing yeah. it oh yeah the other one is like a side hustle you know if you're just wanting to you know not make this a full-time thing because you're, you have a full-time job and you're just like you know what let's do this part-time there's all kinds of you know side, side hustles, hustles out, out there. there oh my gosh yeah. yeah 
And so almost everyone has a side hustle these days. They're either working for Grubhub right. or they are Uber. delivering groceries or right. they're Ubering or they are out there like building a side business. Like you see it all the time. There's so many online businesses even these days. So Right. Or yes. the third one would be like the full-time rentapreneur. I like to call it rentapreneur instead of entrepreneur because you're at the end of the day, you're renting out these houses or these condos. And that's where you just at least have one, you know, short Airbnb rental, short-term Airbnb rental. I go from having one to out of nowhere having five or, or more. It's just how yeah. my mind processes. It's like it's going great and then right. you want to scale forward. Right. I'm a mixture of all three. I think that when I first started, I'm like, oh, it's extra money. It's a fun little hobby. You know, and then out of nowhere, it just turns into like a full-time thing. But the important thing about about this is that you don't want to make it your full-time job. You want to make sure you scale it. You know, you hire a cleaning service. You hire a handyman. So if anything goes wrong, you're not having you're, to mess with that. Right. Yeah. And if you're out of the, I travel a lot. I love to vacation, so right. I'm not going to be stuck at home because I have Airbnb. So it's automating everything, you know, right. from checking in to checking out. You know, checking in, they can, uh, you know, if you install that digital um thing on the door door lock you know they can just type put in, in the, the code put in the code and, and, you and can easily change the code from rental to rental right and right. you're not having to you know be there just and there give them keys either. or anything so it's just about automating the uh Process. your business yeah. yeah automating your business well and i will say kind of like janie just said this is amazing and a lot of people i mean i've i've known people that have done it full time um but also not always putting all your eggs in one basket it's like right. you, you hear all the time like millionaires typically have like eight to ten income streams you yes. know what I mean they're coming from different places and I feel like if COVID taught us anything it's to not put all of your eggs in one basket because I know so many people who you know lost their jobs during COVID um or were on unemployment or their businesses were scaling backwards or you see so many small businesses that were really struggling and I know Airbnb was struggling during COVID because people were not traveling and were not staying at Airbnbs. They weren't offering, you know, opportunities to refund if for some reason you had to cancel your trip because of the state of the world, not right. because you just wanted to cancel. So um, I think that, you know, it's just good to know that no matter what you're doing, it's always good to have more than one income stream and not to put all your eggs in one basket. But like Janie said, there's so many different ways that you can go about this. Like you can rent out a room in your own home. You can rent out a rental home that you have. Right. You could go through the arbitrage opportunity where you could rent something and then basically like sublet it. So there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. But I think... One of the things that Janie had said is like location matters. Yeah. Where you are having these 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 rental properties or these Airbnbs that you're gonna have, it matters because people are gonna want to get an Airbnb and like top destinations where they want to go travel. So like she had said, you know, when she was in Mexico, she did it in an area that people were traveling to because it was a, a high traffic, high volume location. So right. um, making sure that it's surrounding you know like event centers or or things like that like in houston like if you're wanting to go see the astros like the perfect location would be around where the stadium would be right because so many people travel to go watch the events right and watch the astros play so just be mindful of the locations that you're looking for downtown areas are usually a good area i know when we've traveled for summits and stuff we're always looking for areas that are close to downtown because that's where the convention centers are so just being mindful of the location i know for me 
that's something that I look at whenever I'm traveling somewhere is like, okay, how far is this from the airport? Like, is this close to the convention center that Mm -hmm. I'm going to need? Is it close enough to the theme park that we're going to? You know, what does the drive time look like? Um, I always also look for, like, is there a pool? Is there a hot tub? Like, those are things that I want whenever I travel to go stay at Airbnb. So just thinking of those things when you're personally looking for properties or rental properties to do this with, um, what are some other things that you think are really important? So when I'm buying, you know, these condos or these houses now, because now I'm at the point where I'm buying them. You know, when I first started in Mexico, I was doing the Airbnb arbitrage because in Mexico, you actually have to pay for the entire unit outright cash there's like really no financing and so now that i'm buying these you know condos or in this case this week i actually bought a cabin which is why i thought that this topic would be perfect for this week because i literally purchased a cabin and in eight days was able to furnish it list it last night and within an hour of listing on airbnb i already had reservations for the following weekend which is mind-blowing that yeah. if you're sleeping on Airbnbs, if you don't set up your own Airbnb, rent out your room, rent yeah. out your garage, you know, right. purchase a property or do Airbnb arbitrage, you are sleeping on a potential of thousands of dollars a month. I know right. I have an aunt who, uh, you know, I'm kind of putting her story out there, but I told her, I was like, you should start airbnb your home. She has two homes and uh, she started airbnb her main home, which is a four bedroom, three bath in Rockport, Texas. So location really matters because you want to be in a beach town. You want to be somewhere where people will constantly right. go to. You want to have travel location. What I look for now is plenty of yard space because people want to park their boats, you know, and so uh, right. she has plenty of parking. She started listing her house her four bedroom, three bath back in May and has legit crushed it. She told me that last month she made $6,000 after all expenses, you know, because there's cleaning fees, uh, you know, there's fees to right. keep running Especially your home. Especially when you have someone like doing the maintenance and the cleaning. Right. So there's expenses, you. but just after all the fees, she made about $6,000 and that's just income that she's been that sleeping she wasn't on making before right, right. right and so she constantly calls me to tell me like wow why didn't i start this before you know like well, especially I, when you have more than one home right, right. like Take why not especially if you live, live in a beach town and so then i get uh phone calls from friends or their brothers and sisters call me and they tell me hey janie like my sister's interested in airbnb you know in texas like can she give you a, a call and i'll be like yeah have her call me right this second So when I'm talking to them, you know, I tell them, like, these are the areas you want to look for. I live in a beach town, so it's perfect because all summer long, you know, 25 out of the 30 days, it's going to be rented out, you know. Mm -hmm. And so and and even when it's not summertime, like in the wintertime, there's a whole bunch of workers that come in from out of town that need places to stay. So there's constantly, you know, there's constantly going to be people wanting to Airbnb my house. But what was mind blowing is that. Within seven days, you know, you can furnish the place, get it up and running, take professional photos and list it on Airbnb and stuff and right. start having people uh, request to uh, to book right. instantly. Yeah, absolutely. I know something that I look for when I go to rent an Airbnb that I just want to mention is pricing. I always look at the pricing um, and I love that you can kind of search by price of like yes. what your price range is. So I always kind of enter that first and I go for the competitive ones, right? The people that are offering the most amenities in the location that I want that always, you know, have a pool and a hot tub because it's something I'm always looking for when I'm going on vacation. So Mm -hmm. 
um, just make sure that you're searching that way. Um, and if you're somebody that's wanting to list it, like those are things to think about too. We stayed in an Airbnb when we went up to Colorado for my nephew's birthday back in March. And the owner told us, he was like, we just ended up doing like a lot of landscaping and stuff outdoors because our guests were telling us that they were wanting to spend more time outdoors, but there wasn't much to do. And right. he didn't really have like the yard set up for it. And so he was saying something that he did that a lot of his guests had requested that they said they wish was there was a hot tub. So he put a hot tub in. And it's like, those are things that I feel like are competitive along with pricing or like the amenities, having a coffee pot. So yes. that way your guests don't have to have a coffee pot, making sure that you have coffee already there for them. Like, I feel like it's those little things that really make the biggest difference. But those are all things that people look for when they're looking to travel like they want to make sure I know some Airbnbs will say like you have to bring your own sheets and your own bed linens well if you're traveling by plane that doesn't make sense for you to have to pay all that extra money to have a linen service come in and provide that for you so providing those things for your guests are huge so making sure that you have those things um i think just just being competitive with it yeah and just going above and beyond i know i always leave like a little welcome gift basket with some wine and some crackers and some cheese and just kind of like personalizing it for them and i always make sure that before they arrive you know they know the instructions to how to get to the house and they know exactly you know what 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 to look forward to i don't want them to come in and have like you know something unexpected happen or you know i always ask them like what can i do to make your stay even better you know because it's going to be great but what can I do to make it even better and so it's a lot of customer service it's a lot of going above and beyond beyond. yeah Yeah. for sure and just making sure that your guests feel welcome I think something else that I really enjoy too is when the owners especially when we're traveling somewhere new and I'm in a different state um is when they have a list of like their favorite things to do in that location like what are some top spots that I should go when I'm here what are the best restaurants like I want your personal feedback you being from here versus me going and like Googling it. You know what I mean? So I always appreciate that too. So I feel like those are just those little steps that you can do to go above and beyond. Right. And I think that some of the tips that I can give you guys when you're listing on Airbnb is that the first three months, like I told my aunt, she's been on it since May, are, you know, the first three months are the most crucial, the most important, because that's when people are leaving your reviews. And depending on how many, you know, five-star reviews you get, that's how Airbnb starts to rank you. And so you want to be ranked at the top because if there's 300 listings in your hometown or more, you know, you obviously want to be on the first or second page. You don't want to be on page 15. Right. Um, You also want to have great photos, like amazing photos, amazing lighting, you know, make sure you bring in that ring light, take a professional uh, camera or hire someone, you know, for 50, $75 to take Airbnb professional photos of your place because that's literally the one thing that people base your listing on or your house on. And so they're looking at those photos or looking at how bright and big it is and how colorful and, you know, and so it's just having more photos, the better. Because I don't know how many times I've gotten on there and it'll say that it has XYZ. And then when you start looking, you're like, wait, but I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. So they either recently didn't upgrade or they didn't, but then it's that point where you can like ask the the owner questions and find out like I see that you have a pool listed but there was a picture of the backyard and I didn't see it like is it off to the side or what's the case so I feel like it's at that point that you can kind of ask those questions too so I think pictures are super important because we live in a economy that is like so super visual like look at like Instagram and it's like 
I'm drawn to people that have pretty pictures. Right. Um, and the same thing goes for things like that. Like you're just drawn to, to the, to the pretty pictures. And again, like obviously you're looking for what you specifically want and everyone's going to find something different, but investing even $75, that's going to be the entire time you have your Airbnb. Like the layout and the setup of your house really isn't going to change a whole lot. If anything, you can add a couple of pictures if you need to, if things change, but it'll be good to go the entire time you have your, your Airbnb listed. Yes. And having an amazing description, you want to make sure that when you describe your property, you make it stand out. You know, in my case, the properties now that I'm getting are, you know, have a, have a large yard because like Katie was saying, people are wanting to be more outdoors now, especially with COVID. They're not wanting to be stuck inside. It's like, we all want to find things inside for far too long. Yeah. We all want to find things to do outside or we want to have enough, you know, parking for their boat. A lot of places just don't have enough yard or can't, they can't park their boats or, you know, their boats aren't safe because they're in the the road somewhere. And so I make sure that they have plenty of yard and I set up a really nice like barbecue pit fire pit pit and a picnic table outside right. with shade and trees where they can hang out and, right. and make sure that I, I include that, that. Yeah. in the description. So make sure you have a really amazing description. Well, you guys, you can get a lot of this stuff and you're probably thinking at this point, well, wow, that's like a lot of expense no. like going into it. You can get a lot of this stuff, you guys, secondhand. Like right. it doesn't have to be brand new. I think that, you know, when you're buying something for your own personal use or for your own home, you may want brand new, but when you're buying something for a rental property where you know that there's just going to be this influx of guests constantly, you don't have to have brand new. Like, yes, you probably want nice things, but it doesn't have to be brand new. So, right. I buy most of the like furniture of the inside of the house used, um, and the outside furniture as well used, but it all looks brand new. Now the only, the things that I do buy like brand new are like the towels, the linen, uh, you know, the bed sheets, right. All of that stuff is brand new one because I love going to the mall and shopping for it. But um, yeah, the furniture yeah. is most of the time it's used because you know that they're going to ruin it. You know, it's going to get ruined. It's going to get used over time yeah. too. Yeah. 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 It just adds character too. Well, competitive pricing is competitive another thing. Pricing. You want to make sure that you look in your area and see how much things are going for. If you're looking to rent out your bedroom, check out, you know, how much your neighbor is renting out her bedroom for. And a lot of times you'd be surprised. There's a lot of houses near you that are being Airbnb'd and you have no idea. But if you look on Airbnb, you can type in the address yeah. and it'll show you how much a bedroom is going for, how much a three bedroom is going for, you know, how much you can rent your house and see you know, if what is the competitive if, pricing? If, yeah, make sure right. You're staying within that price range. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you want to make sure that you do everything, uh, you know, you can to not only go above and beyond, but to get really good reviews. Yeah. That's what's going to make or break your Airbnb listing. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that that was a lot of information. If you guys have questions, because I'm sure you probably will. Be sure to reach out to Janie on social media. She is on the socials. You can find her on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, if you have questions, just hit her up in the DM. She's more than happy to answer your questions. Yes. And we are glad you guys joined us today. Be sure to tune in next week. We can't wait to, to go live and be here with you guys again. And we hope you have a great week.